It's been four months since mass protests erupted in Belarus against Alexander Lukashenko's bid to stay in power. The situation is a stalemate, for the lack of a better term. But despite the gridlock, massive changes are underway in Belarus. A popular political awakening has occurred. And this will continue no matter how many people Lukashenko's security forces arrest, or how long he remains president. Belarus is far from where I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But even our small Belarusian community has organized to support their friends, family, and compatriots. They formed their own Facebook group, Belarusians in Western PA, and have been holding in-person and online actions since August. I went to one of their recent rallies. It was small, about 15 people, on the corner of East Carson and 25th Street in Pittsburgh's south side. I came to support my friends, but I also brought my Zoom recorder to interview people. I had no well-thought-out agenda in mind. I just wanted to get a sense of where they stood and what they wanted us, Pittsburghers and Americans in general, to know and do about the events in Belarus. And maybe, I hoped, the material might make for a good short podcast. First, some full disclosure. A few of the people I talk to are my friends and colleagues. My daughter, Zoya, goes to school with their children. I should also say that I don't name anyone at the request of some of my interlocutors. Plus, as I was told in Belarusian fashion, You know, we're all partisans, right? Naturally, my first question is why they showed up at all. It was cold outside. They were a small group on some corner in Pittsburgh. What did they hope to achieve? Well, I support freedom in Belarus. They've had a dictator for 26 years. It's absurd. Um, I am here to support our brothers and sisters who are fighting the dictatorship in Belarus. And people actually to be free, being able to to elect their president uh, in free and uh, honest elections. And uh, my heart is with them. There is no day when I don't think about my friends, my family there. The mass protests occurring in Belarus now was, of course, not the first time there's been protest against election fraud. Uh, If you know the situation in 2010, there were a huge protest uh, movement against the election results. There wasn't critical mass for people to to realize that there's a majority of us. Now they think about the country in in, in whole and what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen to their friends and to to their relatives and to their kids. So they want to change the situation in Belarus for for better. And I think the majority now realizes that they're the majority. Holding these rallies to support friends and family back in Belarus united everyone I talked to. One person told me that some of her friends and relatives loved to see the photos of you know, Belarusians in Pittsburgh demonstrating on their behalf. So I asked what their relations back home were telling them about what was going on in Belarus. 
the whole situation over there is sad and uh, it's not only because of the elections it's not only because of uh, all the ev evil happening from uh, SWAT from riot police uh, it's also because the uh, government doesn't react it in the right way doesn't react to the COVID situation the rates over there are extremely high and they almost don't notice the problem they don't recognize it as a problem at all so a friend of ours uh, was detained um, got 13 days in detention and um, you know that was unpleasant but then he got out with COVID um, there are a lot of people kind of stuffed into one cell and it seems to me that almost everybody who is detained they get in out with COVID so it becomes kind of an additional threat and an additional kind of horror that uh, people have to go through. Thousands of people carrying candles and flowers gathered in Belarus's capital, Minsk, to mourn the death of a 31-year-old anti-government protester who they allege was badly beaten by security forces. According to witnesses, Roman Bondarenko was detained after a physical altercation with people in plain clothes who were trying to remove red... The clip you just heard is from a video an eyewitness took of plainclothes security agents arresting Roman Bondarenko. My respondents repeatedly pointed to the indiscriminate arrest and brutality, some of which experienced by their friends and family members, at the hands of the Belarusian security services. One protester at the Pittsburgh rally was holding a sign with a picture of Bondarenko. I didn't know anything about his case, so I asked her to tell me about it. So this um, wonderful um, young gentleman was also fighting against the regime. Um, he saw the, um, the presidential military forces in the residential area trying to take down a flag that was um, hung there um, in, in support of the protesters, and he was brutally beaten. He died in the hospital. What the government did afterwards was even worse than, than the whole thing. They tried to discredit him. They tried to say that he was drunk. Then they um, released the conversation, um, I think, with her, from his mother. Like they, they were listening to what she was saying. Um, she had to come out and clarify because they cut the tape to make it look like she said something that she did not say. You know, it, it, it's just, it, it is a, such a tragic thing that happened. And so many people came out to support the family um, after his death. But at the same time, this is a mother who will never see her child again. This is, you know, these are children who will never see their father again. I mean, we, we cannot let this go unnoticed. We're here for a very specific reason. To support HR 8438. Mr. Speaker, I urge swift enactment into law of this bipartisan bill called the Belarus Democracy, Human Rights and Sovereignty Act of 2020. And that bill is to help support people in Belarus. Well, not everybody in Belarus. Well, the protesters and everybody that's. Well, everybody in Belarus except Lukashenko. That's to not support him. And make sure they have like human rights to um, impose some sanctions. We're asking for some 
economic pressure um, on um, on Lukashenko himself and the, the people close to him and everybody who is perpetrating the violence, every single police officer, I guess you can say. But, but you know, Belarus is far from Pittsburgh. I doubt most people know or even care about what's happening there, especially as Pittsburghers face many challenges here in the city, like gentrification, economic inequality, racial justice, and of course, COVID. So besides calling or writing their congressional representatives, I asked what else did Belarusians of Western PA want their neighbors to do? First of all, uh, please donate to uh, a Belarus Solidarity Fund. People not only get detained, uh, get COVID in this um, prisons, uh, they get fired from their most government jobs. They need support and there is no where you, they can get support because internal uh, resources uh, were already low, but now they're so stretched uh, that uh, that the only hope uh, of uh, getting uh, support from abroad. Second, uh, bring awareness uh, that what you are doing with your uh, podcast, uh, that what other journalists uh, that I hear on the protest are doing, because uh, uh, I, I give you an example. My friend uh, Dmitry was uh, taken uh, on the street during daylight uh, two weeks ago. The, uh, the only reason that he was not beaten in in the prison because we've been sending him cards, uh, like postcards, uh, to the prison. That it showed to his uh, captors. Uh, that somebody cares uh, about him outside. This audio piece was written and produced by me, Sean Guillory, the host of the SRB podcast. The music is Thinking Music by Kevin McLeod. The SRB podcast is sponsored by the Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies at the University of Pittsburgh and the generous contributions of patrons. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Sean's Russia blog or to the podcast website, srbpodcast.org, and hit the Patreon button and join the table of ranks. Mm-hmm.